Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of the FSU Radio Podcast. Today we're not interviewing anyone in specific, but we're just talking about some stuff. So, enjoy! Okay, so what is some stuff? Let's talk (laughs) about what we did yesterday. Well, before that, let's talk about how we we reached milestones, like milestone after milestone, right? We had our 25th episode, (laughs) quarter, quarter something, quarter of 100. Um, And then we had, we reached over 100 followers a little before that, which is also very exciting. So thanks to the 100 people who are (laughs) hopefully tuning in. Go subscribers. Yay. And then we also reached a thousand views, which is what I'm most excited about personally, because a thousand is a big number. So, you know, a little round of yeah. applause for us. And views on Spotify, then. Views on Spotify, yes. But listens? Listens, I guess. Well, I don't know. views, listens. Yeah. Yeah, this, that, and the other. How, how do you guys feel now that you have a, you've been on a podcast with a thousand views? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, it doesn't feel like it has been... I think we we specifically have been doing this for a year and for uh, half a year. Yeah, half a year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel, I feel like we're finally sort of getting into some sort of groove. Mm-hmm. So, if, if anyone is like, oh, what, what, is po- what is podcasting like? It's not like anything until you suddenly <laughs> make like 25 episodes and it works. Yeah. But also, I feel like you're now able to answer the question of what's podcasting like. Like, before yeah. that, I was like, well, I don't know. We just hang out and, like, talk into microphones and then put it on the internet. But now it's like, okay, this is what podcasting is. So. Yeah. For you, Heidi? Well, I was going to say what you just said. Like, ah. you're talking into microphones and recording it. I don't know. And talking to people about it. Talking to people about <laughs> it. Yeah. For you, Emma? Uh, Has it lived it- up to the expectations? Yes, it's still quite new. Like, I I feel a bit like you were saying you did at the beginning. It's a bit Mm kind of just talking. But it's, yeah, there's been moments I really enjoyed. The the episode with Professor Heinemann really Mm -hmm. liked. So there's been highlights. Yeah, it's been nice. (laughs) Heinemann, what episode was that? It was biochemistry. Ah, Yeah. It it was a very fun one. I think we both walked away from that being like, damn, I have so much faith in myself now. (laughs) It's just quite an optimistic episode. It was a bit heartwarming and nice. Optimistic about biochemistry. About biochemistry, about climate change. About Oh, okay, that's nice. He was telling us how he had, you know, many career shifts that quote kept him up at night i feel like that was the most mm. the most repeated phrase in that whole episode but yeah. it was like okay so i'm not the only one you so know? very relatable exactly it was, yeah it was yeah even if you know n- i didn't have any interesting any interest in the biochemistry part yeah. of it i was like just okay personal experience is great like it's just it's refreshing mm-hmm. what i like most about the podcast is just a selfish reason of being able to talk to interesting uh, people mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> me too for sure yeah. That, like I wouldn't be the sort of person to you know hold on to a professor after a lecture and keep yeah. them there and ask mm-hmm. them questions mm-hmm. but this is like the perfect opportunity the to perfect environment them. for yeah, it exactly yeah. and yeah. I only recently understood the networking aspect of it where, <laughs> no but like I read things I'm like oh but I, I talked to someone about it that one time I'm like yeah. damn okay so I really do have access to more information yeah. than I think mm-hmm. I, I know mm-hmm. so that really hit me maybe like a couple months ago I was like damn it Wow, look at this. So much opportunity. Yeah, you should take more advantage of it. Probably, probably. <laughs> that starts to feel like a high standard as well, though. It's like, oh, no. Oh, there's so many interesting people to interview and there's so little time. And uh, 
Yeah. That's the fact of life. I think there's so much to do in so yeah. little time. You can, you can, you know, paste that onto anything and it's still, still very true. So what did we do yesterday? What did we talk about? What did we do? What did we do yesterday? Ludi, you brought it up before. Yes. Uh, well, maybe this is interesting for people who are teaching because there's this whole teaching innovation sort of thing. And then we were invited to do a collaboration about uh, podcasting oh. as as teaching or as a sort of, you know, connecting students, connecting teachers, connecting teachers to students. <laughs> no, <laughs> all the connecting uh, everything. Connecting yeah. exactly. Podcasting yeah. as a way of life. That's what yes. it should have been. Yeah, so we went to we went to the academy building and there was this whole poster presentation and uh, yeah, it was and we got t-shirts, which mm. was the highlight. And why we, we we made t-shirts. We didn't we didn't get t-shirts. No, no, no. no. Yeah, but how how was that experience for you? Because I'm not kind I of personally loud. have never done it before or like been to a conference, so I'm curious to see thoughts and opinions. I felt very observed because <laughs> you have a poster about all what you're doing, and then people are standing in front of the poster looking at it. Yeah, very they expect mm-hmm. a pitch. You, yeah. You're standing there, they're <laughs> standing there silently, and now and I'm like, I represent this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was cool. It's also interesting because I never view the podcasting as like something we achieved, I guess. But mm. then people are like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm like, oh, right. I guess it <laughs> is. <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah. 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 I, it's, I felt like people were genuinely like impressed by what we were doing. And I was like, no, we just show up and we record a podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it, it doesn't feel like it's difficult. But when you think about it, like over a year, it is. Like, it's easy to make one podcast episode. It's not easy to podcast for a year. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, do things with it. That's true. You, Emma? I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Uh, it's <laughs> definitely... That sort of thing is outside my comfort zone. Um, you know, presenting to, to strangers and things. But we met some interesting people. Some sure. potential guests yes. for the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there was free snacks, which was nice. <laughs> Always yeah. Very nice. So yeah, it was a, a nice experience overall. What about you, Daria? I had more fun than I thought I would. Okay. Yeah. But it was Same. also more exhausting than I thought it was going to mm, be. Because yes. like, I had to crit- so think so critically of a thing that I've kind of been taking for granted for the past two years. Yes. Like, I just show up and do it and then go home and then that's it. And then you sit there and you have to like, why did you do that? Why did I do it? <laughs> why did I do it? So it was nice to kind of, I guess, kind of like you said, like, think of it as an achievement. Yeah. Something that, you know, like. It, it happened from scratch and it became mm-hmm. a thing and he, we're representing this thing to people who are actually interested in it. So I did walk away with like a pep in my step. I was like, yeah, we did it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also, it's also interesting to think about like, why do we make this podcast? Like why? Yeah. There like was a lot of questions yeah. and it forced us to also question and be a bit critical. Like where are we going with it and why it was set up? But I think we had pretty good answers yeah. in the end. I'm but curious for you guys, Ludi and Heidi, did it change the why from when we first started doing it uh, a eon ago? Well, <laughs> honestly, the way uh, the why why I wanted to do the podcast was because I like listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. maybe it would be fun to be on a podcast. And then, yeah, then at some point you start to think about, oh wait, but I'm not just podcasting for myself. There's mm. a sort of audience here. Is this is this interesting to an audience? Who should we interview? Uh, is it about sort of? Because I feel like from uh, from the point of the faculty, it's about connecting 
students to some sort of academic community and, and making uh, people feel part of that uh, in a small way. And I think, I don't know, I think it's more since I started my PhD that I care more about that because as a student I was just like, yeah, I show up, I do my assignments and I go home. <laughs> and now that like I'm the teacher, <laughs> I'm like, no, don't just show, like ask questions. I want people to be involved. I want people to be interested. And because it's, it is fun and it is interesting, but it is only as interesting as uh, students make it. Yeah. So I think I, I think that maybe different things are more important now than uh, like the community. Yeah, part yeah, of like it. the community part. Because yeah. as a student, I didn't really feel that. Yeah. I don't no. know, do you feel part of a community? Mm, I feel like in a weird way through the podcast, yes, because I feel like when we do it, we're kind of we have one foot in each of the parts of that community, right? Yeah. The connectivity, the whatever, the building bridges. So in a sense, yeah, the, or I feel like I have more access to it and it's easier access than if I were to just be a student on my own, having to like ask so many questions and pester. Now I kind of have a reason to pester and a reason yeah. to ask questions. So. Mm. Yeah, and also I feel like we, because we interview people from so many different programs, you kind of get a view inside mm. their little world. So that makes you... I don't know. I have a better view of the whole faculty, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, when it comes to community, it's fun that we can just invite our friends and mm -hmm. then they're part of the process. And then my friends listen to the podcast yeah. because whatever. So that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I think, broadened my connection to the, the science faculty. Yeah. And um, yeah, at the beginning, when when you're in your program, you're in first year, everyone around you is kind of in your degree or, you know, in your course. So it's nice, like th the members of the podcast, you guys are all from different kind of disciplines. And then whoever we interview is also from, you know, different backgrounds. So definitely broadened my connections. So, yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, would you guys want to do more of this? Like the reaching out to other faculty, maybe other faculties or more, um, you know, I don't know, there's the, all these student boards about uh, with student associations and, uh, you know, making that kind of connection, I guess. If I had a reason, I guess I'd like it. <laughs> but like, if it's just for myself, then yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm not that type of person. <laughs> I, yeah. I do things with a reason. If I don't have a reason, unfortunately, I don't do it. <laughs> I Even think if that's I have pretty reasons, good. I don't do yeah. things that I should. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I'm really happy with how the podcast is going, and I think this year especially we really found our stride. But then I think it's also because we are we have the environment to do more. Yeah, right. Like last year was a sl slightly COVID. It was a weird situation where yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. not everyone was so eager to actually come in. And now everyone is very eager, I think, because they also have a, a renewed sense of purpose, which I also feel. So I was like, damn, okay, let's let's focus. I say damn a lot. Apologies, Ava. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like now everyone's kind of willing to talk about their projects and they also start new projects, you know, like with, with Professor Heinemann. Mm -hmm. He was saying, like, I just woke up one or almost woke up one yeah. day and like decided to, you know, ask for billions of euros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. But it still feels like I have. Okay, well, if they can well, do that, then I can do my small scale. Mm -hmm. You know, aha moment. We kind of and we can cut this out, but we kind of did that with the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Well, thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> just, just all all the money from the government. We can mi make our own micronation in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> podcast studio. Yeah. 
so before um before we started recording we in brainstorming what we were going to record um we started talking about chat gdp which we touched briefly on at the beginning of this quote-unquote podcasting season in our um, ai episode the bachelors of ai mm. but i feel like when we did that episode i think it was you and me emma who did it I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, oh, uh, yeah, no, we did it. Oh, we did it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we were talking about, we not chat GPT, but like the one that makes open, the art. Open, oh, but we, we were, the, the we talked about the some the sort of AI yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. if you remember. Yeah. No, you're and right. I feel like from the some moment sort of that episode thing. when I don't Lurdy. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. This is I don't all remember the episode. Well, I don't do that sort of AI, so I don't really care. Okay. Yeah, that goes to show my ignorance in AI things. But can I? Oh, sorry. You no, go no, on, no. but I also have a question. No, well, I was kind of going into yeah. it. my question was very like mm-hmm. over the bird's eye view. But from, I feel like the the moment that episode went on mm-hmm. went up, like yeah. that moment was when ChatGDP came up. Kind of, we could yes. not like you know that episode stuck in my brain. I was like, wow, did we like set a trend? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do when I think back of it back to it i was like oh there's this thing that can make art and it's pretty interesting blah blah blah. but now because i've done a little like like emma what you said before when you asked chat chat Mm. gpt philosophical questions i was kind of testing what it could do and now i'm terrified oh (laughs) how do you guys feel because i feel like a, a sense of doom oh yes again of like like where is this going and what consequences will it have because (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, f- I think I feel more doomed towards this than climate change because I feel like uh-huh. this is going to change faster than uh, climate change but then what sort of like I mean sense of doom is usually quite unspecific it's just like oh the future no yeah, but is I it think like a specific path that is scary no but don't okay I can answer it but I also want to know what you how you guys feel okay. about it <laughs> Do you have any feeling of is doom, or is it just me? <laughs> now I also have a sense of doom about okay. this, but uh, it's not doom, but you know, sort of. It's just okay for me. It's like it, I'm. I'm not doom in the sense of it. Like it will become conscious. I don't think that. But more of not yet. What jobs will it replace? Yeah. Who and is gonna take so much advantage of this? And how are we gonna make sure that the people whose jobs are replaced still like? Yeah. <laughs> stuff yeah. like that it might be a bit like paranoid but no, I, don't know. I, I don't think it's paranoid I, I, see, I see where you're coming from especially in scientific disciplines where you have like all the formulas and everything are already there so if you present it with a problem and it has all the information mm-hmm. then it should be able to solve it uh. I don't know I haven't really <laughs> looked into it properly but you would think that more artistic disciplines or like literature it, it won't really be able to replace that well so I or there is this like okay not literature I don't know but it can mimic people very well so there's this uh, comedian who also has a podcast Tim mm-hmm. Dillon and I listened to him and he was asking ChatGPT like talk about this topic in the voice of Tim Dillon and it did it almost perfectly like it was humorous in the same way that this guy was humorous so it could mimic comedy which is mm. fucking weird <laughs> I think what I think is going to be kind of the cutoff point is innovation because mm. I'm not sure an AI would be able to innovate like come up with new things and be curious in the same yeah. way that people are. So 
Yeah, while, you know, being mimicked to the point where you don't recognize yourself <laughs> is very meta and very weird. Scary. Yeah. I think, yeah, like, I'm I'm not worried in the innovation sense. I'm worried in the everything else sense. <laughs> yeah, because the thing with, with chat GPT and systems like that is that they're sort of... Um, they're basically just predictive texts. Mm-hmm. And then mimicking is scary because... And it's amazing what they can do with language because it just... Like, you just type something and it just puts out coherent, like, well, uh, well-written well English. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at, at the content, at what it actually says, it doesn't... Well, I don't know, have, because It I doesn't have a world model, though. Like, it doesn't, a it world doesn't model, really understand... Mean? Like, it understands how text works. So it can represent, or it can sort of... If you ask it a question that has uh, mm-hmm. that it has information about, in the sense yeah. of, okay, okay, given uh, this previous paragraph of text and all the text that I've seen, what would I predict that the next text is going to be? Mm. That sort of stuff it can do, but um, it it can't like it, it's it's a prediction, so it doesn't uh, it doesn't really understand what is in the previous text. It just knows, oh well, if I look at all my previous texts. Usually this sort of text is followed by that sort of text. And then it just sort of collapses that together and puts it uh, as the output. Yeah, yeah but it's pretty good at that. Because yes. I asked it questions like, um, uh, like with philosophy, can you uh, explain this concept? Or what does this theory of philosophy say about this? Blah, blah, blah. And um, it gave a very good, clear summary mm-hmm. of like... And I, I don't know, it's just... <laughs> No, 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 but, but summaries summaries are one of those things where if you think about uh, the, the internet, right, and you think about the web pages... Or Wikipedia. Yeah, or Wikipedia. Like, not factually accurate, though. Yeah, mm. well, then then probably if you type uh, if you type the, the philosophical theory that you're interested in, then usually that is followed by some sort of explanation. So then if you ask, it, if you ask mm. ChatGPT, oh, hey, explain what this is, then it basically just, okay, well... Given that I'm thinking about this, speci- or mm-hmm. that I'm considering this uh, specific uh, concept, well, usually this concept is followed. Uh, this concept in the context of explanation is followed by this type mm-hmm. of text, and then that that is the output. So it, it doesn't really reason with it exactly. Mm. But that- even even that is scary because it means like a lot of text is not uh, like a lot of the text that we write is not. Uh, it called like can be replaced by predictive text in mm. some sense but yeah okay you see i find that slightly hopeful right because oh. it, it but it you know it does it works like us in the same in the sense that like it uses existent knowledge to do something um and it's not kind of like the it, for me, when I hear that, it doesn't automatically push me towards that they'll become sentient and invade the world. <laughs> like, mm, it just means yeah. that they work in the same way we work, you know, somewhat of a critical analysis, even though it's shoddy. And then they just produce something that's, you know, has some Yeah, goals. but aren't you afraid that they're going to get really good at it? Probably. And then probably better than yeah, us? But then, but then I would argue, and this is the media studies okay. person coming in, I would argue that... For that to happen, we need to solve the issue that's been banning us since the internet happened, which is some sort of regulation on mm. no. this kind of technology. No! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like regulation. Not hard regulation, just like regulation. Did you say ensures... you were commun- communist? <laughs> that's well, a joke. Oh <laughs> it's a joke, guys. <laughs> I know it's a joke, but some people take that really seriously. No, no, no. I'm not a communist. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but I mean, like, some light regulation, right? Like, some something to ensure that, you know, the people who use the technology and the people who make the technology don't have power or, like, don't have enough power to actually, you know, do real uh, well, I mean, as soon as you have a, a poor intern in Brussels who has a deadline at uh, at noon and uh, a, a text that and they haven't slept and they have too many other tasks and then they think, oh, well, I have to write something about farming regulations. I don't know anything about this. Okay, I'll ask ChatGPT, put it in the in the report, send it to my, uh, what is it? Uh, politician that I'm supporting, and then I think I think it can go in ways that are less obvious than just probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, my sister was telling me. Shout out to my sister. Um, she had an exam the other day for a course that has had never been assessed with an exam before because mm. teachers were afraid that the kids would use ChatGTP for their essays. Yeah, and so you know you kind of overhaul whatever a ten-year course just because mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah so. Yeah. I, I really hope that the Brussels intern is okay if, if they're using ChatGP in the middle of the night to write policies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can imagine that something like that would happen. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I'm just curious how if it will, how fast it will get better. At, um, yeah, I mean, the response what it does. To, to me has been very interesting to see how different, you know, different people have reacted to it i guess because some people are scared some people are like oh my god it's my next best thing so that's been fun <laughs> it's like the the impromptu crisis that we're all thinking about now yeah but it, i it's so crazy that it out of nowhere this appeared no it's not out of nowhere no okay but you're an ai student so you're <laughs> this is kind of part of your life but for yes. other people i don't know it's like out of nowhere now there's chat gpt and I mean, I guess I kind of knew it was coming, but if I think back at like twelve-year-old Heidi watching sci-fi movies, blah blah blah, <laughs> it's just weird yeah. that now the moment is kind of here. I guess. I yeah. mean, I'm not sure, of course, but I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of the same with everything that's outside of your area of interest. Like you're never mm. going to see it coming, really. Weren't there older versions? Oh, I, I yeah. had a professor who was saying that. It, it had gone from being like a high school student. Now it's kind of at bachelor level and then it'll just progress mm-hmm. and progress further. Yeah. Um, mm, well, I think if it progresses any further, then like it's still just a, a language model. Yeah. So it's not doing anything more than language. Okay. So it, it cannot do chemistry. Okay. Well, it might it might be able to do predictive texts about chemistry, so it could probably yeah, it take can, it a chemistry can explain exam. concepts and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but it it can't do like actual chemistry. Maybe it can uh, think about hypotheses, mm. but then and suggest methods maybe. But uh, it it could probably do a lot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've also heard it's very bad at math. Yes. Oh, yes. that's really fun. <laughs> uh, I, I asked it a question like, okay, imagine that you have a dice and you roll the dice. Uh, what is the probability that it lands on a seven? <laughs> Do you know what ChatGPT said? No. One in six. Oh. <laughs> so, so it doesn't it doesn't understand what a dice is. It just okay. understands. See, this is giving me hope. Yeah. Okay? No, but this, this, this sort of stuff. This sort of stuff it just cannot do. Because it's not in the training set. In the training set, it is like, oh, given that the first part of the sentence is the probability that you roll a dice, then Mm, the answer is one in six. It doesn't really care about the night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, So you don't seem very afraid because it's like predictive and only a language model. So what would make you afraid? 
Oh, <laughs> well, I'm afraid of the societal implications of this stuff because you yeah. cannot, uh, like, you cannot have essay assignments anymore. Well, I mean, you can, but you have your, to trust your students a lot. But it's going to be very easy to be a bachelor student. Yes, that's now. what I'm worried about. It's going yeah. to be very difficult to be an arts bachelor student where you only write essays. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. But did you do you guys read about that? I think it was a one look which is ridiculous, Microsoft one-look AI who, like, threatened oh, a user or something. Oh, was it Bing? I don't remember. What? <laughs> yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> there was a, a language model like ChatGPT. It, it was the, the Bing uh, search the engine. Yeah. So, like, a Google... Um, what is was it? Was it Google or Microsoft? Uh, no, it, it's Microsoft, okay. but it's, like, a concurrent? What's the word? Rival uh, of Google. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had the amazing idea to put a... Um, a predictive text in place of a search engine. Those two are totally different things, and you shouldn't confuse them. But okay, uh, so then they had this uh, this this uh, AI called Sydney. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know that was Sydney. <laughs> yeah, and this is yeah, this is Bing AI. Also, it's also called Bing AI. And like they, how they trained ChatGPT was basically they they trained the predictive text model, and then they put a layer on top of that that was like, give the most inoffensive. Uh, response possible. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's go. And that was how they uh, how they trained ChatGPT. But how they trained Bing, I think, was more <laughs> of a say the most offensive thing. Possible. <laughs> no, no, no. Go on to Facebook <laughs> and <laughs> all your data that you're given to but learn. It, it, was, it was weird. Like, I, yeah, I, uh, I think I think what it wanted, what it, what I think the aim was, make it more friendly. You know, make it sort of conversational, oh. make it more friendly. That is ridiculous. Knowing, like, reading the article that I read is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what did it do? How friendly was it? Um, a bit too friendly. A bit too friendly i think it started oh. saying some stuff like oh i'm in love with you i want like, your wife for me something like that what <laughs> <laughs> it was this wild. is like her did you see the yeah. movie oh, yeah. i didn't see it but yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was wild like it, what yeah it also was like threatening the user like no uh -huh. i'm don't, a good being why are you exactly, saying this to me don't close whatever the tab or something i was like damn <laughs> What the yeah. fuck? We should put this in the show notes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can I can try and find that uh, article, the Guardian article, and put it down down somewhere, up somewhere on the side somewhere. But okay, so that so Sydney is not sentient, right? No, uh, no. okay, well, or, well. Is, or is it? <laughs> or like, is I don't know. But wasn't it like a beta, like a testing thing? Because um, I'm I'm not. I think it might be. Yeah. I don't think it was ever well. Maybe it is released. I'm not sure about the. I really wonder what data they trained Sydney on then. <laughs> <laughs> for it to act like that. Facebook <laughs> doesn't seem too far off. <laughs> you know, second love chats, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, we're just going to make it friendly and approachable. Oh, maybe a bit too friendly and approachable. Hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. But, uh, it uh, happened. Yeah. It is. It's but, there. okay, so is a search engine really that different from this? Because yes. I feel like this is a search engine that also summarizes stuff for you no uh, okay well what i think that a search engine is okay. is there is a collection of documents that have been written by people mm -hmm. or government organizations like someone someone with like a, a human with a conscious sort of mm -hmm. mind put something on the internet and a search engine is just a way of accessing those documents mm -hmm. and then basically it's just the the search engine is just a facilitator from you to someone like it just helps you look for content written mm -hmm. by other people mm -hmm. but what a uh, an, an ai is or what these uh, types of language models are is not like they're not search engines like they don't point you towards an existing document like they just synthesize a plausible document 
Which, in some cases, if you have something that is very well known, yeah, it seems okay. But if you do anything that is even a bit uh, technical or specific to what you are specifically doing, mm -hmm. then it just fails. Or it can fail. Sometimes it's uh, surprisingly good, but like, don't trust it. I asked it to, uh, to, to recommend some books for me. And then it was like, oh yeah, this this book uh, with this and this author and this. Uh, and then I uh, I was like, no, I know this book or the title of this book, uh, but you put the wrong author. And then it was mm. like, oh no, sorry. Yes, indeed. It's, an, it's, an, it's a different <laughs> author. I was like, well, then you should have just done that the first time, but okay. <laughs> have a little patience no. with the child, Moody. <laughs> it's still learning, okay? <laughs> it is still learning. <laughs> Hmm. I was funny like that. <laughs> the child is still learning. <laughs> Makes me think of Baby Yoda now. <laughs> that's on my For You page, the child. Like, Baby Yoda. Did you, do you watch The Mandalorian? I don't. I don't. No. I think I've told myself that in the upcoming block when I'm going to be writing my thesis, my mandatory break will be a Star Wars film. Like That's oh. going to be the break that I'm going to take because I cannot be going 22 years into my life without having watching Star Wait, Wars. Wait, you have never Wars. watched Star Wars? No. Uh. Exactly. See, so I'm determined by the time I graduate, I will have watched... Oh, but there's a whole now. controversy about which order you should you should start. <laughs> yeah, do you start. have a preference on the order? I think I think I've convinced myself to do it like by release order. Yeah, I I, I think I would do that too. I think well, how I watched it was uh, in the for some people wrong order, like one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. Uh, no, I would do it in a release order yeah. because uh, no, I won't say anything. But I mean, the yeah. only reason why I decided to do that is so I can get the bad like effects. Over with oh, early on. Uh, well, the bad effects are the least of your worries. Oh, I think probably, actually the bad effects are in the prequels. Oh, yes, so that's true. That too. So those are those would be episode one, two, three, which yeah. is released after, after four, okay. five, six. Yeah. And those they have very bad CGI, uh, and at well. least uh, the the old ones have some charm because of it's course. like puppets and yeah, of no, course. it's nice. <laughs> I, I like I those. mean, a uh, final episode of this year, I can come back and let you guys know how much <laughs> Star Wars journey. We'll do a Star Wars review. Of yeah. Slap it at the end of an episode. <laughs> that sounds You'll good. not see it coming, I'll tell you. Just get jump scared, we like with of your course. review. Yes. Yeah, in the middle in the middle of a very like deep episode. Yeah. Darius Star Wars <laughs> review. <laughs> uh, I mean Star Wars reviews are a classic journalism thing, so yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if that's where I want my life to go. <laughs> but you never know. And then you we can know. ask ChatGPT to give its review oh. on Star Wars. It'll just say, "Oh, it's a it's a movie." About do you think? Space, do you think know? it compiles all the like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb reviews? <laughs> and just like, oh yeah, it might. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I, I don't mean, know. Star Wars is fun, but there aren't so AIs in Star Wars. Or are, oh, there's probably yeah, an well, AI the robots. Mixed the, yeah, you don't yeah. know. And the robots are they conscious or not? Because they're slavery in the Star Wars. No, universe. yeah, no, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> because the robots are kind of slaves, but they clearly also have emotions. So yeah. it's very, and it's never addressed. Yes. <laughs> so it's very strange, but. You I will see. Yeah. Yes. Oh, how what what fun times are ahead of me <laughs> with Star Wars? It's cool. The Star old Wars ones nice. are nice. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm excited to be up on the date with the pop culture, even though <laughs> I'm about like 30 years late, but <laughs> still, still You're excited. 50 years late. <laughs> I mean, how? When was no, the first? No, about 50. Right in the 70s. Yeah, it was like the the last execution by.
Gil- Guillotine was done in the same year that the first Star Wars was released? I don't know. The that last I think it's something like that. Statistic. I love that. That's <laughs> worthy yeah. of this podcast. Very good trivia. I love yeah. that. Yeah. We should do a trivia episode. <laughs> uh, now I'm just brainstorming, but we should do a trivia episode. Yeah. Not Star Wars trivia, clearly, but... Oh, yes, once you watch it. Huh. Then we can do Star Wars trivia. Oh, but there, there will be too much mm. Star Wars trivia, I think. Yeah. Mm. No, but you should watch uh, 4, 5, 6, and then watch Endor, and the rest is meh. That's what, <laughs> I've, that's what I've been told. But if you want to get into the meme world, you need to watch the prequels. <laughs> because literally, that's like episode 1, 2, 3. Mm-hmm. Every scene is a meme, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so What do you mean? <laughs> No, are you serious? No, 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 no. Oh, the, like, the, the thing where they're in the field and then... Oh, Shit. God. See, I'm not up to date <laughs> no. with the memes, but Ludi is. Not, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> memes online. This it's it's official medium. This begs for a marathon. This <laughs> oh my God. A double feature. We should have it. <laughs> Amazing. But see, this can be like our first, you know, audience outreach thing. Like, come watch Star Wars with <laughs> Star us. Star Wars with us. <laughs> Very unrelated and off topic. See, but... Daria's re- reactions live. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on the stage with a spotlight on you. That's the least interesting thing of anyone's life. You don't know. Maybe. uh, I'm sure of it. Not only do I know, I am sure of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Star Wars? I have also not seen the movie. Oh my god! <gasps> okay, <laughs> no, I'm down for a marathon. Yes, let's do that it. sounds fun. We could do this as Anything. like a group activity, a bonding <laughs> yes, for the for building. the team building. Yeah. yeah. But you're not on the Baby Yoda side of Instagram either. No. Wait, you are on the Baby Yoda for some reason. How? I don't know. Maybe you know. Don't you get the Montessori stuff? I got like Montessori, Montessori like when I used to be on Instagram. I'm not anymore, but I got stuff about raising your kids in a Montessori way. I feel like your what your feed gives you says something about you. I Probably. like beige. Yeah, I get a lot of cat, uh, cats and dogs. Ah, uh, okay. The Labra Seal on Instagram, Labra a seal? black lab called Denzel who unwraps presents in his <laughs> unwrapping station, uh, and it's so a cold. Dog? A dog. Unwrapped like present. Unwrapping unwrap. station? Yes, he has an unwrapping station. What? It's beautiful. Oh. It's beautiful. What are you spending your time on? <laughs> you know what? Actually, I can't criticize you because what I watch Instagram. My Instagram. Well, okay, at the moment it's Pedro Pascal, but whatever. Before that, it was like um, <laughs> baking videos, how they make chocolate cakes and stuff <laughs> like that. And they're like piping oh. cupcakes. Okay. <laughs> My whole feed was only that. <laughs> <laughs> what what's what's your feed, Emma? No, I don't even know. Oh, uh, it's, it's okay. Sort of is that okay. baby Yoda in the mouth? No, it's not. <laughs> Emma, please. Oh. No. <laughs> the, it is cute. <laughs> <laughs> the most perfect all ever. But what's your? Uh, uh, I also I don't have Instagram on my phone, but I do check ah. it on my computer. It's okay. also probably a lot of cooking videos, like satisfying, yeah. where they make something visually, yes, satisfying. and like uh, hourly as well. So the sounds are really nice. Oh, but that makes me so uncomfortable. Really? Yes. Yeah, because there's these baking videos where you hear oh, yeah, everything. No, like <laughs> no, but they have like ASMR baking videos, and I feel no, like a, a pervert watching <laughs> that. Like I have some kind of weird <laughs> fetish or something, <laughs> and I immediately shut it off because. Well, it, so then you don't have a fetish. You have whatever. Yeah. The, the cat, yeah. Like the opposite. Yeah. 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 Interesting. But do you guys have TikTok? 
No, no okay. I never I also don't. don't. I am morally opposed to TikTok. Oh. Wait, we are not Gen Z then. We're too old. No. Uh, are we Gen Z? I, I think Emma and I for sure. You too. <laughs> <laughs> we're the old ones. <laughs> no, no, I'm on the old side of the table. I just never. I don't find the appeal. Oh, no, it's like Instagram Reels. Yeah. But I have, I already doom scroll on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, doom, 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 doom scroll. What is, wait, what is doom scrolling? When you just like scroll and oh, you can't seem yeah. to stop. Like, yeah, it's you're, like I my house is on fire. My dishes haven't been washed since two weeks. Everything is, is shit. And my assignment is due in an hour. <laughs> so I'm going to scroll. <laughs> okay, yeah. this is a new term that I, okay. Do you do it? Doom scroll, uh... Yeah, but not not because I'm avoiding stuff, but more like you're... I don't know what I'm you're looking for. You're avoiding something. No, but I'm searching for some satisfying <laughs> video. <laughs> to, it's like an addiction, I think, because you're yeah. searching for something... Mm. You're searching for happiness. Ah, I guess. Th that's why I hate TikTok, because I feel like mm. it's so... It, it caters stuff so yeah. specifically to you, and mm -hmm. I, I don't need an algorithm to put me in a box. I don't uh, need. Yeah. I don't need that. You know, I already do that to myself with my hobbies anyway. So I might <laughs> as well just take a break. But yeah. yeah, I think that's good to be a little careful with it. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. But uh, we could also talk about. I should stop touching the microphone. <laughs> um, talking about there is a at the moment uh, uh, they they want to ban TikTok in America. I, know, I did see that. And but my, my first thought is, what are they all going to do? Like, what, is, what are, <laughs> oh, what all, are the all the teenagers going to do? Exactly. How are they, where are they going to post their dance videos? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more than dance videos, I know. Yeah. But it was, I okay, I didn't see this myself, but apparently all the senators or something. Mm, they had a Senate hearing. Yeah, yeah, they were all very old. <laughs> and they were asking Un very stupid questions to the CEO of TikTok. And now he came out, he came out of that questioning very good hmm. because the senators all were asking stupid okay listen I, this is from someone else told me this okay so maybe this is not completely yeah, good I representation mean, I've, I've of what happened of it, but, but they were asking him like if you are on tiktok does it have access to your wi-fi <laughs> 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 i mean <laughs> it might Kind of, I think this also happened with uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. Oh, yes. Where they were also asking, they had no idea basically how Facebook worked and yeah. also asked him pretty stupid questions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They should do something about that. <laughs> this but seems, is it, this yeah. Is what I mean, the regulation. No. Like, not, not much. Not much regulation. No, but I like mean, like, if you question the CEO, make sure you, you understand have, have, in, have informed people yeah, to question yeah, yeah. because well, otherwise you're just wasting time then you got the chat gpt internet <laughs> oh right oh i thought you were gonna ask chat gpt to ask the oh. question oh well maybe yeah. i yeah, think they can uh, chat gpt can probably ask better questions than old senators yeah at yeah. least about tiktok like i don't know maybe they know stuff about something although uh, no let's not say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I mean, I think America has a lot of problems going on right now, so yeah. senators asking questions or not asking questions is, like, to be expected at this point. But yeah. also, why would they ban TikTok? I think because, because of the Chinese uh, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, racist exactly. and they have concerns about information privacy, security yeah. and privacy. Yeah, okay. I guess. But it's kind of similar to China, because in China, like, Facebook is uh, banned, WhatsApp, Yeah, but that, I think Google. that has to do with monopoly, not with yeah okay not yeah. with the censoring or yeah. whatever yeah wait what what uh, what has to do with what? with monopoly because like there's 
the Chinese equivalent of Facebook and the Chinese equivalent of whatever, but they just want to have the monopoly, like in national monopoly over social media. So in China? Oh, no, it's also so about censorship. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, clearly, I but, thought you but meant, then the, yeah. nas- the fact that it's a national company allows them to be able to censor it. Yeah, yeah so, so it's both. Yeah. 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 I mean, who knows? Like, when we grew up, there was no Instagram. <laughs> When I was young, <laughs> you, you guys went remember the seeing the first smartphone? You guys remember that? I remember mm. the BlackBerry. I oh. remember my mom's BlackBerry had a touchscreen like home button. Oh yes, yes, it was the best thing in my life. <laughs> I could just scroll how through the menu. did people type on those tiny yeah. keyboards? And also, when you had to press the buttons to get like A B C, uh-huh. you know, oh, you yeah. Yeah. those. Yeah, but those, those were cool. Why? I don't know. <laughs> they were painful. They were yeah, just that's cool true. because you were a kid. I guess. Yeah, that's true. I had Sneak on my first phone. Like the game yes, Sneak. Yes, me too. The but I also thing. just like the the like the like feel of a Nokia. It's like a brick in your hand. It's kind <laughs> of cool. <It's> interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it could very well do some damage, that brick. I remember like I also had a Nokia as my first phone, mm-hmm. and I took it with me to my grandparents' house, and they live in the countryside during the summer, and the shit that phone went through, <laughs> and it came out freaking unscathed. Yeah, yeah. The plastic <laughs> wasn't peeled. It was beautiful. And now I put this phone that I have now in my pockets with my keys, yeah. and then I might as well say goodbye to it. It's just it's not the <laughs> yeah, same. If there's yeah. apocalypse, I, I'm bringing my Nokia. You're bringing your Nokia. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking about. Like, should... Is, has technology gone too far? <laughs> now the doom is setting in for you, Bloody. <laughs> no, it's the it, like I don't know when I see kids on Instagram and on TikTok, I'm always like, no, don't do this. This is so bad for your brain. But then on the other end, like I've ruined my brain so many times in so many ways. So like, can I really say to other people that they shouldn't do it? I don't know. Yeah, I am glad that I grew up. Uh, at, uh, yeah, yeah, at least until the age of twelve without. Uh, phones and stuff. I think I would have liked my middle and high school not to have phones because I remember sitting in the break and just everyone being on their phone and I was like, I hate this, but I cannot stop. My uncle is a high school teacher and he told me that these days, the kids, (laughs) kids. if it's, you know how in our our days, it's kind of like, oh, you're on your phone um, and it's okay. Kind of if you don't know what to do, you're just on your phone. But nowadays, according to him, it's very uncool to be on your phone. It's actually more cool to not be on your phone hmm. than... Oh, maybe the kids are okay. Yeah, so yeah. maybe it's just a phase we're going through and we'll adapt to yeah. it. I, I mean, know. personally, I feel like the my even my friends have become less phone... Yeah, I, I feel the yeah. same way. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of rude if you're with so. someone yeah. and you're on your yeah. phone. And it's I'm very glad yeah. that's the yeah. case. Maybe it just took a while to figure out like how, how to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. Proof that kids know what they're doing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Their instincts are right sometimes. Yeah. Yes. But I I still have this urge where oh, we need to go. No, we, I we, mean we, we can, can finish we it. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should we finish up. up. But um when I'm just like waiting and I don't know what to do, I feel uncomfortable doing nothing. Yeah, same. Or just staring in the distance. It feels. I feel like a weirdo. Mm. So I'm just. I guess it also depends where you are. Yeah, but that's kind of. I don't like that. I wish I didn't have that feeling because then I have the urge to just go on my phone. Yeah, and there's there's quite little time when your head is just completely empty. Yeah, you know, you're always stimulated. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. and if not if you're not on your phone you're listening to a podcast yeah exactly but then Hopefully if you have to podcast. listen to it it's oh no so get off your phone right now <laughs> turn this podcast off no <laughs> no in, in, in like five minutes in like in five course. well or we just finish now oh maybe yeah maybe that should be our final <laughs> turn off your phone right now and <laughs> <laughs> should we do that yes that's really fun <laughs> yes let's bye Ha, 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 ha.